0: Live from the Fremont Theatre in Portland, Oregon, it's Portland Story Theater's Urban Tellers. May the narrative be with you. It was summer, 2007. I was working at a cafe in Arizona, and it was a big cafe with lots of employees, and I was the only Asian. One regular Saturday afternoon, helping customers getting their coffee, getting their orders, and my two other coworkers um, just folding the boxes for the cookies. And my manager called me, and then she said, "Lily, come here. You see this kind of hand gesture." And I was helping customers, so, and then my two other coworkers is not really helping customers, so I thought, "Oh, maybe this is something that I only can help her with." So after she was done, I mean, after I was done helping the customer. I walk approach her. And then she was standing next to a, a display case. And then she pointed out, what's that? And I couldn't see in the beginning what was, what was it. So I looked closer. And then I look at the glass. And it was fingerprints. I looked up at her about disbelief and she said wipe that off. Trying to hold my emotion I went to get the cloth and I wiped it off. After it was clean I excused myself and I went to the bathroom. And in there I cried, silently, cried. And that day, I really told myself, you know that I really need to learn English better, better than before. I come to America. I came to America. It's not because of war or try to escape poverty nor did I win the lottery for citizenship. I came to America because of love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My husband and I met online. And for the record, it's not through asianweb.com. <laughs> we met online through a Buddhist uh, group chat. And at that time, I just finished a very abusive relationship. And I'm Indonesian-Chinese, and both culture, since I was little, taught me always be just obedient, just listen. You know, listened, when I was young, listen to your parents. When, you were, when I was a woman, listen to your husband. So, and then it took me so long to end this relationship because it's just, everybody seemed to tell me that what I was doing was wrong. That I was a bad woman because I couldn't really hold the marriage together as if it's all my fault. So, I went to this group chat because I need to find answers, especially when my own best friend, she told me, aren't you doing bad karma here for leaving him? And for me, I feel like, you know, I feel like I don't feel, I don't feel like I did any bad karma, but when she said that, I, something really, I have this doubt, so I need to find the answer, and went to this one and then, this group, and then met a monk named Sonam, and he's from Bhutan. And I asked him, what do you think about marriage and divorce? And he told me, when you cannot be respectful to each other, you cannot be kind to each other, you cannot be compassionate to each other, and you hate each other and hurt each other, you are making bad karma. And that divorce paper thing, it's just a paper. What truly marriage is, is how you treat each other. I like that answer. Yes, very good answer. And I have more and more questions. I want to know more about this Buddhism, what they teach. How can I not hate my ex-husband? Because I hate him so much. And how can I find peace in all this chaos thing? chaotic things that's happening at that time. And then with all these ans- uh, questions, and just to let you know, Sonam's English and my English were on par. <laughs> we both chatted using the uh, online dictionary, so it was much easier. So Sonam introduced me to this man. He was his meditation buddies. He um, speaks Tibetan. He graduated with uh, religious studies from Brown University and he's super cute. <laughs> and his name is Joshua and he is now my husband. Yeah. 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 So long story short, we chatted for nine months. We met a couple of times and 15 months later my daughter and I move to America. Now, here's the real struggle begins, because in real life, when you live together, you cannot have dictionary all, with you all the time. <laughs> Especially when you are discussing something, and wait, 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 I need to find something to get, it, you know, but it didn't really work. The moment just gone. So, um, and then. You know, yeah, I couldn't really leave phone message. I was, uh, I was trying to, li- in, in America, in, in Indonesia back then, we don't really have a phone that you, when you cannot reach somebody, you leave a, a message, they just pick up the phone. <laughs> so I couldn't really leave a message. Hi, my name is Lily uh, Click, you know. <laughs> and I couldn't really find a good job, and couldn't really have meaningful discussion, and my husband is a really good man. He wants to know how I feel. He wants to know how I think. He wants a good discussion, but I couldn't. I just couldn't. So let alone win any argument from him. (laughs) So um, the opportunity came when we moved to Portland. I went to PCC, Sylvania, and started with my ESL classes. And then day by day, class by class, I'm more confident I came home with new words, and then, hey, I learned new words, you know, and we talk about it, and then I also learn new words from how people treat me. And it's called profiling and stereotyping. What a good word. Um, People used to ask me, is Lily your real name? Don't you really have that hard-pronounced name that you have to change? And one day in a class, um, one older uh, student, uh, an older student like me, he asked me, so you come to America, so what do you want to do? What do you want to do later? And I said, at that time I was thinking what career I want to do, and I like to cook, and maybe, oh, maybe just um, open a cafe. And he said, you people usually open restaurants. And the most common thing is that um, when they find out my grade, they'll, uh, they'll say, oh, you Asians, just overachievers. So it just for me, they don't really know how hard I work. You know, I, I was a full-time student. I worked two part-time jobs. And then I was involved with Phi Theta Kappa, a lot of volunteer work. And also on top of that, being a mother and also... Being a wife, all those years mostly I went to bed when my family already asleep and I woke up when they were still sleeping. All those hard works, but I love it too. Six years of schooling, I graduated from Lewis and Clark with bachelor's degree in psychology and minor in art history. (laughs) Which I couldn't have done without the support from my family, from the people who are around me, from my advisors, from my professors, from my people who don't even know me but believed in me that I can do this. My advisor who told me that you matters, you can do this. My other advisor who told me that when I said, I just can't believe I'm so lucky. And then he said, it's not about lucky. Lucky is the equation of hard work and opportunity. You deserve it. So it's, it's just this overwhelming grateful that I always have when I, always think, when I think about them, when I think about my journey. Now we can, my husband and I can have good discussion. i leave great messages. <laughs> I have a pretty good job. And sometimes, once in a while, I'll win an argument or two. <laughs> but what truly, from my journey, this six years of journey learning English, what I truly discovered is that I discovered myself. I discovered my true voice. And with that, I'm becoming more of myself. Back in Indonesia, I mean, I'm fluent in Indonesian and Chinese. But back then, back there, even with these two languages, I couldn't really say what I really want. People always shut me down. Don't say too much. But here in America, in English, and with my beautiful accent, (laughs) I can say what I want. I can say that politely, I dislike our president. And, if I encounter such racism and incidents again, Here's what I'm going to tell them. Dasar orang bodoh. (laughs) And I'll let you figure out what that means.